right. Well, hey, welcome to Taking Up Your Time with Bobby Benavides. I am your host, Bobby Benavides, and I am glad to be with you uh, today as we go into a conversation with Joel Byers. Joel Byers is an award-winning comedian, podcaster, and, well, trophy husband. He has a, a special that he has released his own that he produced, and uh, it's called Trophy Husband. You can find that uh, on his website, joelbyerscomedy.com. Um, he's been on Dry Bar with a newer special, um, which is really, really good. Um, he has uh, a book called Finding Your Funny. His podcast, Hot Breath, is one that has been valuable to me. It's Facebook, uh, Hot Breath Comedy, um, is a Hot Breath group um my mind's blank uh basically it's it's a group that we are able to go on and um just learn about comedy but then there's also the right 10 comedy if you follow me on facebook you've seen that i've won that a few times which is fun that's the the humble brag Uh, but you know it's a good time and of course just having him on is uh another time you know, I've had a couple comics on here that I've been like a little bit like fanboy over, but uh, Joel is one of them as well. He is, he has done an amazing thing by creating this group, and his wisdom, his insight, um, his energy around comedy has been so valuable to me, and has encouraged me to write and um, keep going strong. So, uh, I'm excited for you to listen to this conversation I have with Joel. Um, he has some great thoughts around comedy and just the idea of really just kind of pushing through and uh, going forward and just kind of uh, what he, his heart around starting hot breath, his podcast where he interviews uh, some of the top comics um, and shares some great thoughts around comedy with them uh, and just giving some good um, teaching skills and and tools around comedy. He has classes and all that stuff. So again, um, just a valuable Viable resource and Joel is a very talented comedian who I'm excited for you to listen uh, and, and learn from. Um, so when this episode comes out, uh, should be Friday, March second. Um, I should be going to uh, Cumberland, Maryland. Um, but, but the reality of it is, is that I'm doing this intro uh, the day after um, I got an message saying that our show was canceled in Cumberland. So that's not happening now, unfortunately. Um, just situation that is out of my control. So that's a bummer because I was looking forward to being back on the mic March 1st or March 2nd, I mean. Um, but March 5th, Jimbo's in Elkins, West Virginia uh, for a, a special event. They're having like a taco bar and I get to do comedy. So March 5th, March 16th, I'm going to be in uh, Thomas, West Virginia, doing a comedy show as well. Um, so I'm excited for that. And then um, this will be coming out on Friday. So I can go ahead and announce it here that uh, we're going to be bringing comedy to Philippi, West Virginia, to the former Alderson Broadus University, now called Badler's Knob LLC. We are going to be doing a comedy show. And that's so fun. It's my alma mater. It's where I graduated from, my undergrad work. And uh, Adam Minnick is going to headline. I'm going to feature. And uh, Dan Desmond will probably come in and do a little bit of a guest spot. And I'm just pumped. I'm pumped to be able to help bring something back to that campus after the school went bankrupt. And I now have a collector's item on my wall because it's my degree from Alderson Broadus College. Um, so it was Alderson Broadus College, Alderson Broadus University. Then it became nothing. 
and now it is Badler's Knob. So I'm excited for this. So um, the announcement is released Friday morning. So this is coming out Friday afternoon, I believe. So um, there you go. Or this might be coming out Friday morning around the same time. I don't know. But either way, it'll be announced at the same time. And that's it. I'm so pumped. So a lot of good things happening. A lot of big shows coming up. Um, and of course, in April, going to be rolling out some stuff as well. So be watching, listening, check out my website. Uh, going to be in uh, St. Albans, West Virginia with Jamal Harrington um, the end of, middle of April and uh, booking more shows. So if you're interested in having me, let me know. I'd love to be there. Um, so there you go. That's it. That's that's the intro. Joel Byers coming at you right now. I'm excited for you to listen to this. So here we go. Hey, Joel. Welcome to the show, man. Good to have you on. Bobby, thanks for having me, buddy. Yeah, dude. Um, I have, uh, obviously, I am a part of Hot Breath, the Hot Breath community on Facebook and have been enjoying being a part of that and learning from it and growing with it and um you know so i'm glad to have you on mr mr joel byers i will say because the the legend in my opinion just because i'm i've i've been i've been growing from you man i mean like it's been a couple years now that i've been a part of it and so it's uh it's fun to um to say like hey man it's 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 an honor to have you on taking up your time so glad you're here i'm i'm honored to be here you know the whole mission of the podcast is to help cultivate the next generation of self-made comics and to s connect with comics like you that producing your own special, producing your own podcast, really creating your own opportunities. That's the, that's the whole name of the game. So to hear you enjoy the show, but then also to hear you putting what you're learning into practice is even more exciting. So I'm, I'm beyond thrilled to be here, Bobby. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Well, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about hot breath and, and like what got you to start it. Cause um, you know, you've been on, you've been, in the game now for i mean what how many 10 years now more 14 as of february 1st 14, 14 years yeah 14 years and that's awesome <laughs> and just pushing through and uh ah, just pushing through just that's pushing that's through. it man just we're through. all just pushing through at every every level just pushing through <laughs> and one of the things i laugh at is in your uh in your dry bar special you talk about having um you know, like, you know, it, comedy is great for if you don't like money. Um, yeah, it's a dream about, job if you hate money. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you're and your wife is the one that's basically like funding everything. And like, yeah, I can relate to that. My, my wife's a PA and she's she's handling business. So there you go. Yeah, of course. You know, and we 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 exaggerate for humor. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. out here pulling my own, you know, no, yeah. I, I just don't want her to hear this and be like, oh, is that right? Is that what you're telling everyone? <laughs> interesting but yeah yeah i'm very fortunate to be married to someone that believes in what i'm building and believes in the process and also has health benefits so it's really <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm very yeah. grateful comedy is such an up and down and one month can be super up and the next month can be low and it's it's just not very stable so it's good to have even just a significant other that believes in what you're doing and is patient and understanding, but also inspiring to keep going and don't get complacent. And it's your turn, Joel. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for all that though. Yeah. If without my wife, I would not be 
nearly as far along as I am and would not, yeah, I don't know where I would be. It's all, I think that's crucial for every comedian to have some sort of significant other that's like a home base that you can find comfort in because otherwise comedy can be a very lonely journey, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah, I think uh, having a good support system is solid. And even if it's not a significant other, even if you just have like a good friend that you can be like connected with, you know, that's pushing you along and, and encouraging is solid stuff. So for sure, that's good. So, all right. So let's get back to the original part because I was going to talk about hot breath and I went into a whole tangent about your wife. So yeah. there you go. She's very um, so, important though. Yes, yes. Um, so so hot breath. Let's let's yeah. talk about how, how did this come about? Hot breath started uh six or seven years ago now maybe i need to look exactly maybe longer uh but it started as a way to interview comedians from atlanta that were on last comic standing there was a summer where we had like 10 comics from atlanta that were on last comic standing and 11 two from atlanta had one last comic standing so i really wanted hot breath to be a time capsule of this moment in atlanta comedy history where we have all these comedians from the city on this famous tv show two comics from the city ended up winning two different seasons of the show so it was really more of an opportunity to showcase just how dope atlanta comedy is and once i did that i interviewed i just set out the goal to interview these 11 comedians and then after that, I didn't really know what to do. And I was talking to a friend here in Atlanta, comedian David Perdue. And I was like, I don't know what to do next if I should do interview social media comedians or what's the next season type deal. And he was like, just, just keep interviewing comedians. You know, he's like, don't overthink it. Just keep doing it type deal. And now over 400 episodes later, it's now podcast. It's a online comedy school. It's an online community of comics from around the world and much more we're working towards as well so it, it all just started as a way to showcase my favorite atlanta comedians and now has become a whole platform for comedians to really develop and help each other in that journey it's a i love it man that's such a great idea you know like that's one of the things with this, this podcast has been kind of set up in order to basically well, i want to introduce people to comedians right like the ones that are um, may not necessarily be like Netflix specials famous yet, right? Um, but at the same time, knowing that, hey, there's some great talents out there that people just need to know. And um, and you are definitely one of them. And so, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I said, like, I, I say that from, from honestly, from, from my heart, man, like, I, I believe in um, what you've done with Hot Breath. I've, uh, I believe in your, your dry bar special. Like I told you, I've watched it at least, I think, six times i would say at least six six oh, wow. is the Thank is, you, Bobby. um because i'm a student like i'm i'm i really i want to watch the comedians who i can relate to the comedians who are my style the comedians like i mean because even on your own website you know you're clean comedy for everyone you know it's right. like for me like I, I that's where my heart is and my comedy you know i want to make sure that i could bring everybody around the table and everybody could find joy in whatever i'm doing mm -hmm. um and so so for me it's like when I when I hear your stuff and I and I and I see what you're doing, it's like I want to be promoting that, and my dogs love it too. If you can hear them, I'm oh, not sure. Nice. No, I couldn't really hear them, so I'm glad I didn't 
Yeah. Well, uh, they're they're, bar- they're barking because they I, I just said hot breath and they love that. So <laughs> that's my demo. That's yeah. my demo. Dogs. <laughs> so so let's talk about your journey in comedy then for 14 years. I mean, because, you know, you're like I say pushing through jokingly because I mean, you you're I mean, you're you're making it. I mean, you're doing some great stuff. So so where did you start? Why did you start and what's kept you going for 14 years? It started at an open mic in Knoxville, Tennessee, my senior year of college. I was about to graduate in like two months and I'd always wanted to try comedy. So I thought now is the time, you know, I have nothing to lose. So I went on stage, did an open mic. And as soon as I did that open mic, it was game on. As soon as I did it, I was like, electrified and i knew this is what i'm doing the rest of my life so honestly if i wasn't about to graduate i would have dropped out it was and i think i think there's a story brian regan i think dropped out maybe the week of his college graduation because he did comedy and was like oh no that's what i'm doing so i mean yeah it's kind of a comedian you kind of know People are like, I don't know if I want to do comedy or not. And I was like, well, do one show and you will know for sure. So I moved back to Atlanta after school, moved back in with mom, not to brag. And (laughs) um, that was just balancing, doing shows at night, doing day jobs during the day, you know, be up at seven, be out till midnight, 1 a.m. And just doing that over and over again for years and slowly branching out and getting onto the road and things like that and just developing from open mics to guest spots to hosting shows to featuring to now headlining and it's all been very incremental and it's all been very comedy will you know now with social media there's almost a different mindset of younger comics thinking oh i need to do open mics not to get jokes, but to get clips for me to get views to then sell tickets. When I started, it was just live on stage as much as possible, get as funny as humanly possible, and just keep climbing the ladder, basically. So I'm very grateful in hindsight that my career has been very incremental, and it's been really one step at a time. I've had really cool things happen, And I've done really cool things that I either got edited out of or they just never were released and things are like, oh, this is my thing. This is my break. And it didn't happen. And in hindsight, I'm grateful none of that happened now. And after 14 years, it's the your life changes, your perspective changes. You're not willing to drive 12 hours for $50 anymore, which I did. You know, I've done several things like that throughout my career. And the thing that really keeps me going is just the love of it still, you know, and it's difficult when comedy is your job and it is your means of income and your means of living. And that can really... um it can really suck the joy out of it if you let it to where you're more focused on, well, gosh, I got to get in with these bookers or why didn't this person reply? And, oh, how am I going to make ends meet this month? You know, in your early stages of, oh, this is my full-time job type deal. So through all that, you just have to remind yourself of why you started, what 
is the impact you're making and really just come back to, oh, I like making people laugh. Doing comedy brings me joy and it makes a positive impact into the world. And even in those dark times of being alone in a hotel with the doors on the outside of the building and, uh, you know, those kind of things that you still remember, this is all part of the process. So, you know, people who have followed the podcast, the, the interesting thing now is I've been doing it so long that it is almost a time capsule of my career where people can hear different stages of my career that I'm in that I'm asking comedians about. Like, oh, when I went through a whole run of wanting to get on Conan and I was asking all the comics on my show, how'd you get on Conan? How did I, da, 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 da. who's the booker? And and then more more lately, I've been asking comics, have you ever thought about quitting? Because I'm <laughs> about there. So it's fun yeah. to connect with people that listen have listened to the catalog because they do almost track my journey of highs and lows and insecurities and doubts and which I, I still go through. But the thing that keeps me going is remembering just why I started and the positive impact that it is having on the world and myself and to just just keep going, keep pushing through because there's a lot of highs and lows. So it's focusing on what you can control and doing that to the best of your ability and being yeah. attached to the process and not necessarily the outcome, but the intention behind what you're doing. And that's really helped me, especially lately as I was, I've had a lot of ups and downs and struggles and doubts. And I had to kind of reset and think about, well, what are my intentions? I'm, I keep trying to get, 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 get things and forcing it instead of focusing on what I can control and creating my own opportunities and think about instead of how can I get, how can I give more? And that mindset shift that's happened very recently has really helped in that perseverance of 14 years and so many ups and downs. And I think that's why Hot Breath is so valuable, not just for other comedians, but for me is because it is a supportive community as well to where if you are feeling just out on your own, it's a supportive network to where you can tap in and be like, okay, everything's fine. This is normal to feel this way at this stage in my career. Or if I'm confused on something, you can post in the Facebook group and get questions answered and connect with other like-minded people. So it's something I didn't have early on that I'm grateful exists and it helps me to this day. And I think too is even more beautiful about um, Hot Breath has been like watching um, comedians or people who have like comedic talent um, may not necessarily be stand-up comedians, you know, or, or even, you know, go into open mics and that kind of stuff, but they're just people who have a desire to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then they're just joining in the conversation and they're sharing their on the right 10 jokes, you know, they're, they're writing a joke and they're, you know, and they just, um, you know, I could think of several of them that just lay out like 10 jokes, you know, like boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. And it's like, some of them are great. Some are like, oh, but they're, I mean, but they're either way, they're, they're getting the creative process done. And I think that's, that's what you've done, right. You've, you've allowed people to have, a way to release their creativity. And I think that's, um, you know, I mean, you've seen it said, but I'll say it too, is like, dude, thank you for that. Right. Because mm. I think that for some of us, um, just writing a joke down on a piece of paper, it just isn't the same 
you know, as getting the feedback from other people who might think that that's funny too, or give you some ways to tighten it up or ways to, you know, here's a tagging to throw in there kind of thing, you know, it helps you really develop and, um, and you've given that platform. And it's also a platform of, again, um, kindness, you know, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, that's, I think when I'm, when I started, when I started um, six years ago, you know, I remember hearing people say like, you know, man, you might have to go to like New York and and start doing stuff there. And I was like, I don't want to, um, because <laughs> yeah. like, like I live right. in West, I live in West Virginia, and I also have a, a family. You know, like right, I'm, right, 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 right. And um, and so now it's like, okay, so this is given away for me to kind of work through some things, but at the same time, I also knew that uh, do I really want to go and get beat up? You know, and um, on a regular basis, because mm. I'm okay with constructive criticism. Um, but I'm not okay with just getting beat up or torn down by other comics in order to build themselves up, you know, or um, even even some of the struggle I heard from some people talk about going and trying to figure out ways to get in with the in crowd. It's like, I feel like this is our own little in crowd in a sense where we're just mm-hmm. kind of developing each other, supporting each other, pushing each other forward. There's no um, hierarchy, you know, it's just we're in it. We're in it together to help each other win it, you know, and that's a that's a good thing. Yeah. And that's, and I received that and I appreciate you saying that Bobby, because that is that intention is very specific to fill a void that I didn't have when I started. Like I want hot breath to be a positive and supportive community because when I started, it was very negative and competitive and I wasn't in the in crowd and I wasn't doing the cool shows. So all of the hot breath and the community and things I've created have all been, I mean, we've created it, but I say that to say it's to create something that I wish existed. You know, there wasn't a podcast that interviewed back then when I started, there wasn't a podcast that interviewed comedians really about their process and such. And I enjoyed that, those moments in other podcasts of like, oh, I wish that five minute discussion I had about joke writing was the entire show. So I just started a podcast that was that you know and the same thing with the community of having a supportive place to where you can be vulnerable and connect with other people and realize you're not alone and you can really develop together that was something i didn't have when i started so everything i create same thing with being a clean comedian and putting out clean content it's 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 all it's there's no real motivation beyond what do i wish existed and let's see if we can bring it to fruition so to hear people inside the hot breath verse not only recognizing that but also um really keeping that message going out into not just the online community but into their own comedy scenes and hearing of hot breathers connecting in different comedy scenes and really creating their own shows that are there to help other comedians and not be some sort of gatekeeper situation I think it's all makes comedy better all around the whole culture of it, I think is trending more positive, which is a, which is a good thing. Cause that's not how it used to be. So if we could even just do yeah. that for a select few comics and that helps them get better and other comics notice how they approach comedy and it just spreads one by one. That's, that's great. Yeah. So if you were to, cause uh, we got a couple more minutes here, but just to, you know, think about um, if you were to give any advice to to new comics, right? Somebody who's just 
stepping up to the mic and trying to figure out they're pursuing it. What would be one, maybe two things that you would say, be ready for this or I don't know, any advice, I guess you could say, because. Well, the one, I mean, the, the number one advice from interviewing so many comedians has been get on stage. You have to get on stage to develop as a comedian. If that's what you want to do, if you want to be a comedy writer, you know, write or, you know, not necessarily saying you have to be a, a comedian, stand up comedian. But if you want to be a stand up comedian, you have to be standing on a stage in a room full of strangers in uncomfortable situations as many, many, many times as possible. And it's whatever. Now, when I started, I was out every single night. And if I wasn't on a stage, like on a weekend, if I wasn't booked on a weekend, I would be at a club watching a show. Because fortunately, if you're a comedian, most clubs are going to let you in for free just to watch in the back of the room. So that's a, that's a good thing about being in that this community of comedians is there is that that we get. But getting on stage as much as you can that keeps your sanity going, you know, and that your family and all that that you have to balance allows that's what you need to do is really get on stage now i will say the next part is like i mentioned earlier focusing on what you can control and not also seeing what someone else is doing and trying to chase that or trying to do what other people are doing i think a lot of people even people listen to hot breath i think a lot of times they and I'm guilty of this in content I consume as well, where I will get into a groove of consuming instead of doing a lot of the times. So it's like, I'm listening to a lot of things. I'm learning all these things. And I just keep doing that instead of applying them or taking one lesson. All right, let me go noodle on that for a week. Let me test these things out based on that lesson. We can get caught up in just consuming and feel like we're actually uh, doing something with it. but the application is very important. And I think trusting yourself as well, getting outside feedback and advice and filtering that through your own point of view and your own instincts. I do believe it's a sense of humor for a reason. It is like a sixth sense. So I do always encourage people, even if they do take one of my classes or workshops that here's the fundamentals. Now make them your own. Trust your instincts. I'll give you five writing techniques. If only two of them are work for your creative process, run with them. Don't feel like you have to do everything. Listen to yourself and trust your instincts and really create from what is most authentic to you. And I think early on, especially comedians can try to emulate other people or, or just try to follow certain trends. But I would encourage people to trust their own instincts, listen to themselves, and you'll find a lot more rewarding work on the other end of that. That's great advice. I, I've actually heard you and uh, Yoshi talk on um, on your podcast about the idea of like, you know, don't don't go chasing after other people's dreams. You like follow mm -hmm. yours, you know. Um, yeah. One of the things that I, was, um, I told you, I've interviewed Stephen Rogers. And one of the things that he said that uh, Caitlin said to him one time was like, eyes on your own paper. Like, exactly. focus on what you're you know, like that's that's a good thing. So, yeah. Um, so, if people wanted to um, 
find you. I mean, besides, you know, hot breath, I'm going to be, I'll be putting that link in our show notes, but like, if they want to find what you're doing, if they want to be connecting with you, where do they go with that? If you want to connect with me directly, social media is a great way. All my accounts are at Joel Byers comedy. You can also go to my website where there's a link to my self-produced comedy special called the trophy husband. And there's also my email there where you can email me directly if you want to contact me with questions or you have an event you want to book me for. And Hot Breath is on all podcast platforms and on YouTube as well. So feel free to reach out there. The Facebook group, like Bobby mentioned, is a great way to really dive headfirst into what we call the Hot Breath verse, <laughs> if you will. So th- those are a few ways. But I appreciate you even having me on here. You know, I. I We've been in the messages with each other for a while. You know, you shot that comedy special that I did watch before we did this interview because I wanted to make sure that we could at least shout you out for producing your own special. And I think you're bringing in a unique point of view into comedy. You know, everything that you talked about and said was unique to you and your experience. You know, now you not speaking Spanish is muy mal. Uh, but I forgive you, but that is a unique thing being Mexican, not speaking Spanish. You're talking about your family. Like when you talk about trying to chase trends or what is working for certain people, a good piece of advice is also when we talk about joke stealing and whatnot and how that can happen in comedy, especially with social media, no one can steal Mm -hmm. you. No one can steal your life, your experiences. And I always put my jokes through a filter of, could another comic say this and it be just as funny? And if you're talking about mm-hmm. your own life, your own points of view, your own opinions, then it's going to be coming from your own unique voice. And that's when you really start to have that authenticity that connects with an audience. And I just wanted to say to you that you're you're doing that with your comedy special you released. You're talking about things that really only you could talk about that are unique to you. And I think hopefully more comics can find inspiration in that, that you're a comic six years in and you're willing to put it out there. You're willing to film a special, put it out there for people to see. And it's something you should be proud of. So I wanted to tip my cap to you as well, Bobby, (laughs) before we got out of here that uh, I see you fam. I see you. Well, I appreciate you. And thanks for joining in the with the four other people that watch my special. I appreciate it. So. Hey, you never know one of those four people. You never know who that's going to be. So yeah. it's, it's yeah. all about gratitude. Well, one was not my grandma. I'll tell you that. So <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> and y'all have to go watch the special to get that one. So, well, Joel, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate your time, and I'd love to have you on here again sometime. And I'm going to be talking to you because uh, I have a potential for you to possibly making it into West Virginia for a show. So uh, I'm putting that on the podcast that way it knows that everybody knows that that's going to be happening somewhere down the line because I have some big things going on that that I think will be great to have you with me. So my wife, my wife thanks you. Well, good. She should. <laughs> thanks for having me bobby all right yeah man you have a good one all right you too bye all right well hey that was my conversation with joel and like i told you man he's he's a solid guy he has a great mindset around comedy he's clean comic fit uh, comedy for everyone um he has really helped me grow as a comic 
Um, I I love what he has to share. I love what he has to, has to say. Um, and I wish I could just kind of have him everywhere. But hopefully, if everything keeps going right, um, I'll be having him to Philippi. That'd be fun. So that's it. That's taking up your time with Bobby Benavides. Again, if you like what you're hearing, if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, share, let people know about it because it's great to have people engaged and learning about comedy. If you know somebody who's wanting to step into comedy, this is the podcast for them because seriously, it's all about helping you learn about other comics, their journey, but then also helping you know what it takes to be a stand-up comic, <laughs> willing to, to to put yourself out there. Um, coming up interview that i have with uh, pete uh wallenek um is going to be coming out soon and you'll hear some of his thoughts you know he's been going out for a while and he's going to share some thoughts about the idea of um really networking and, and developing and, and putting in the work and uh, pushing through some adversity too so it's gonna be fun so that's coming up soon so listen for that anyway all right i'm taking up your time for too long again this is taking up your time with bobby benavides i am your host bobby benavides i will talk to you later. Bye.